Imagine me and you, I do. I think about you day and night. It's only right to think about the girl you love and hold her tight. So happy together. If I should call you up. Welcome to My, my Name, name is, is Weezer. 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 <laughs> I really pushed it that time. Yeah, well, it's uh, not inconsistent with what we normally do. Nope. <laughs> I just stumble on through it until we get. To it and through it. Jen, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Patrick? Uh, I'm good. I'm feeling a little, uh, I'm feeling a little like low end. Oh, no. Energy. You don't seem like it. Good, I, I sound up? Yeah, you sound up. Uh, well, I, well, you I might feel be forced. Down. <laughs> <laughs> might be forced. I'm squeezing it through. You know. Uh, squeezing it through is gross. Thank you. It's <laughs> in my mind, uh, my energy level is a, a small can of Play-Doh. Uh-huh. And we are pushing it through the barber set right now so that it's like coming out and looks like strands okay, of hair. Okay, okay, But sure. it's just a little bit of Play-Doh. Oh, okay. So you're stretching yourself thin, I think is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just pushing it is what is my point. They're going to be very short strands of hair. Yeah. It's only a little bit of Play-Doh. That's right. Jen, what are we talking about today? Um, we're talking about that fun surprise yacht rock album that Weezer dropped a few weeks ago. We are talking about Teal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's now it's just self-titled, right? Just te- technically speaking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it is called like Weezer the Teal album. Um, I am on Weezerpedia. Let me click back a few. <laughs> yeah, it is Weezer the Teal album. Uh, that that's okay. All right, I, I I will accept that that they are now just calling the like are the is the black album called the black album or no, is it's it called just Weezer the black album Weezer there are going to be six by the uh within a within a month there will be six self titled Weezer albums is that too many self titled albums also now that they are adding teal to the mix it seems like there's no end to what these could be right yeah. I, I think that's right. I think there is no end to what they could be. I also think it's not too many self-titled albums, but only in this scenario. Tell me what you mean. Because they had three until two years yeah. ago. And then, like, it's just, all right, that's their thing. It's they're, like their yeah. thing. It, it doesn't bother me their, because it's, it's their thing. It's their thing. It's their thing. Yeah, they have a thing. It's this. It's just, it's <laughs> weird to me that, like, they... First, I, I liked I liked the symmetry of it was like every seven years or something like that yeah. that a new like color album came out yeah. a new self titled album agreed uh, and I then liked that too and then white was like eight years or something yeah like the the number was like just a little bit off somewhere like in there everything will be all right in the end should have been self titled I think maybe yeah according to that um and then it's just like well no now yeah, now it's just all the floodgates are open <laughs> well i feel like that's just how it's been for weezer for the past several like couple of years is like the floodgates have opened they're like all of our garbage just coming out into the world anytime we feel like it right and sometimes that garbage is uh great or maybe good and sometimes it is like a big old stinky yeah uh, more often than not, so yeah. thinking. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. This one was fun because they it was a surprise, total surprise. Yeah, it came out on like a Wednesday night or a Thursday night or something. Mm-hmm. It you came just out texted me midnight on the East Coast, mm, okay, so it was yeah, like nine sense. o'clock here. I saw it at nine fifteen. Uh huh. And I was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on?" <laughs> That's when I texted you. Um, I saw it on Facebook. I was like. Uh, I thought it was a we- like an ad, like that or like something. One of my Facebook friends had like made like yeah. a picture, like someone had like taken the yeah. blue album artwork and been like, "Let's just make this more bougie." Right. And it wasn't. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't it's, that. It's a real record. Yeah. With real songs on it. Yeah. Really recorded by Weezer. But really not written by Weezer. Like really not written <laughs> by super, Weezer. Super, super not written by Weezer. Uh, broad strokes, Jen. How do you feel about this album, Weezer's Teal album? Uh, I think a few things. I think first of all, uh-huh. uh, it's kind of fun. Because uh-huh. a lot of the songs on it are like songs that I've listened to for my whole or most of my life. Right. That are just like pleasant background music. <laughs> um, I think uh, 
it saved me from or it's an album of Weezer sounding songs that don't that aren't actually written by Rivers in this current uh hellhole slump I think he's in. The now this is the the aforementioned slump whereby he uh like writes by this insane spreadsheet driven completely unemotionally right right right. Um, driven only by what he thinks sounds cool yes and then i also think that not every song in this album is great (laughs) um i want to push on one thing that you said there yeah just like it's play-doh through the (laughs) barbershop set great sure um are these weezer sounding songs oh no i meant like (laughs) some of them some of them they added a little flair to to make it a little bit more Weezer sounding, but mostly they're they're not. Mostly, they're... mostly they are sound alikes. Yes, borderline karaoke. Yeah, um, some of them I would say are pretty much straight karaoke. Yeah, yes, and some of them are bad karaoke. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but you, uh, but there are a couple of uh, a couple of uh, jams on here. Um, I would be interested to find out which you think are the jams. Okay. Um, I. I had a moderate amount of fun with this album when it came out, mm-hmm. and I am slowly souring on it. Oh, really? On I kind of the whole experience. I haven't listened to much of it since it came out. Like, I, I mean, I've listened to it again. I listened to it this morning, but like, I haven't. I'm not like playing these things on repeat. So Jen's playing this album on repeat. I'm not every day. playing it on repeat. <laughs> not. I've been watching too much Roswell for that. Listen to our friend uh, Ryan Mogi's Roswell podcast. <laughs> yeah, on which we were both guests, yes. but not at the same time. Nope, not at the same time. One um, person at a time. Although, Ryan, that's uh, I'm pitching that to you right now. Ooh, my name is Weezer Roswell podcast uh, crossover. My name is Roswell. My name is Roswell. There we go. I think it needs to be done. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I... I am I am souring on this record mm-hmm. in, in total, uh, and part of it is um, that this is just an extension of Africa, right? Oh, sure. Um, that they saw the booming success yeah, of Africa. They saw the booming success of Af- booming. Africa and said, "We got to put a record under this thing." Yeah, and so they Which were like. They, mm. Right. They didn't got to. You can just sell a single, they right? They didn't got to. They didn't got to. Put a record under Medicine for Melancholy. Yeah. Rivers. <laughs> oh. uh, I would be there in a heartbeat. Because, okay, look, obviously they're, they're capable of taking one piece of music and being like, let's do that same basic idea again and again and again. Yeah. And make an album out of that. Yep. Uh, they saw with Africa, they took a popular song, they performed it almost exactly like the original artist, yep. and put it out, and it made them a ton of money yep and uh so they're like great let's do that nine more times yep um and if they were like medicine for melancholy here's a song that nobody (laughs) nobody knows about (laughs) no one has heard even two hosts of a weezer podcast were like seven months too late to it yeah and uh it has made them zero money it has made them zero money Well, it has made them zero money it has made him also zero money (laughs) um how much money do you think uh Rivers Cuomo has made off of uh, like Spotify <laughs> streaming plays of Medicine for Melancholy. Oh, thirteen God. cents. Yeah, something like that. And most of it was us. Yeah, that that is true. <laughs> I think I well, I bought it on iTunes. Oh, did you? I did because I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was like, yeah, I'll pay a dollar for this. Yeah. So there you go. He made yeah. a buck thirteen. Then. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> probably ninety nine cents. It was so probably no. I think it was a dollar twenty nine. Was it one of those dollar twenty nine songs? It was a dollar twenty nine. I don't know how to value music anymore, monetarily nope. speaking. I have no idea. We've been totally, like, that That habit of buying stuff has been totally yeah. demolished. Well, and I, I don't have, like, a subscription to any of these streaming things, so mm-hmm. I, like, will buy one-off songs, which maybe damages my listening experience. Oh, I like your shoes. But, oh, thank um, you. <laughs> I, thank you. They're new. I put my old pink laces in them uh, because I like having pink uh, shoelaces. Yeah, I think it's fun, and I think the pink laces complement them well. Thank you. Um, really fun for our listeners who can't see your shoes, but they're well, cute. No, they're... It's, it's, it's easy. Imagine a pair of shoes. With pink shoelaces? There you go. Yep. You've you done it. it. <laughs> You've done it. You're on board with us. We're all experiencing the same thing yes. together. <laughs> yep. Um, anyways, yeah, I, I buy one-off songs versus listening to albums now because that's like, I don't know. That's just sort of how I discover music now. Except for things like, like I bought... Cardi B's whole album. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and like, if it, like did, random shit. Did you buy her whole album because you knew you were gonna like it, or I listened to uh some of it first. Okay. 
Uh, but she had like dropped a few singles before it came out, and I was like, I'm gonna want more of this. Um, right now, I am. I, I sort of. Uh, I have a subscription to Apple Music. Yes, you do. Um, and then I also sometimes listen to Spotify, but I don't pay for that. Yes, I listen to. I have Spotify on my computer, which is free with ads. Right. But I don't ha- like. I can't play it on my phone. Spotify on the phone is awful. Is it? Cause, well, because you can like tell it to play a song, uh-huh. and it'll do that, but it won't like let you play through the whole album. It starts to like shuffle things by the artist oh. or things that like it, it starts to like, immediately create like a radio station that's bizarre. and it's obviously directing you towards whatever stuff it's trying to push yeah um and spotify ads jen spotify ads are the worst and they're like so frequent they're so frequent there's one of them um that like is an ad for like signing up for spotify premium that's mm-hmm. like it tells a story about like the person who has the like Guinness World Records for jump rope or something like that, and mm-hmm. it said it's the, the the copy is something along these lines. It goes, "Some guy called Peter jumped a skipping rope five hundred times or something like that." Uh-huh. Um, but like th- these are the things that I'm hung up on. A guy called Peter uh-huh. and skipping rope. A British person wrote that. A British person definitely wrote that. <laughs> but you know who read it? Definitely An not American a British person. person. <laughs> It would have been much more charming if they had a British person reading what they wrote. So much more charming. That's funny. Because that is, I mean, those are both things, I think, that are just non-American ways of saying American things. Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But also, like, if you're going to, and then, like, I was curious, so I looked it up, like, Uh who holds the the world record for jump rope. Yeah. Uh, And it is a guy called Peter. (laughs) But, like, use his fucking name. (laughs) Like, Like, what? Peter. Last name has holds the world record for jumping rope. Oh, so you looked it up too? You know that his name is Peter. Last name? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've um the the reason I bring up Spotify specifically here is that I uh after listening to the Teal album and starting to like sour on it, I made a Spotify playlist of all of the original recordings of these yeah. songs by their original artists because there are, are, are very good songs on here. Yeah. Um, and so not only is that a good listening experience, uh, the sort of radio station that Spotify spits out when it's done playing through that playlist. Oh yeah. Is you told me about this. Awesome. Cause it is mostly like eighties new wave stuff, but then we'll like kick in a little bit of like, 90s uh girl r&b every now and then (laughs) yeah i'm like yeah yes this is exactly the vibe i want to be riding during the day that's that's fair i feel like that is a good daily playlist it is a fantastic daily playlist and it's good to have on in the background Mm -hmm. because most of these songs are good to have on in the background um when you saw this or okay i'll changing my mind <laughs> no, wait, I want to know what this question was going to be now. It was going to be a question directed at you that I wanted to answer. So I think that's was, fine. That's um, Jen, why do you think I ask you questions no, on this I know, show? It's so I, know, I can answer them eventually. It feels too specific. <laughs> it feels too specific. Do you uh, want to just feed I, me the question and then I will ask it to you? No, Jen, I can just Jen, give was, the answer. What was the question going to be? The question was going to be when you uh, saw the track list for this album. Mm-hmm. Did you immediately jump to one song that you wanted to hear, like what the hell Rivers was going to do to it first? Hey, so Jen, when you <laughs> first saw the track listing on this, on the Teal album, uh-huh. was there, I don't know, like any of the songs that you were like, hey, I got to find out what Rivers did to this yes. song? <laughs> I had to listen to No Scrubs before I could do anything else. <laughs> right, right. You had to listen to No Scrubs. That is one of those songs that, like, yes, I know all of the other songs on this album, but that is the one that, like, uh, I mean, it came out during, like, a formative part of my childhood. It mm-hmm. taught me what a scrub was. <laughs> sure. Was, yeah, everyone's got to learn that sometime. Everyone's got to learn that sometime. Uh, that, uh, that is also the most recent song on here, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, yes. Do you want to start with No Scrubs? Sure, let's do it. Also, just answer the question uh, I, I, that, I, that I asked, <laughs> that I came up with, and was my question, and I asked Jen, but I only did it so that I could answer it. Um, I think the most interesting to me was Billie Jean uh-huh. before listening, um, but I still ran through it in, in order, skipping Africa because- Because obviously. Because We've obviously. Heard it. A trillion times in the past six months. That's right. Um, okay, let's listen to. We'll, we'll we'll listen to and talk about those two right now, 
no scrubs and Billie Jean. Um, and Perfect. and we'll just order. yeah, they're they're just right next to each other. Let let's let's see what we got here. Ugh, immediately I hated it. I also hate that they use the exact same, like, harpsichord patch on a synthesizer. But he does, like, a weird moan at the beginning. Yeah, well, because he's trying to sound like, he's trying to sound like TLC. And, like, he can't. He cannot. Can't. Also, it's just, like, I don't even... It's he's not TLC. He is not TLC. It feels like he's making fun of the song. Uh-huh. It feels like he is it it like as a, a feminist woman, yes. I don't like that he is covering this song about douchey guys as a douchey guy. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I, it's a real goddamn problem. There are so many problems. It is a a conceptual nightmare. Yeah. I wish I uh remember who I saw tweet this. I'm just going to pause this. Yeah, thank um, you. <laughs> uh, I saw someone tweet that they, they weren't sure whether or not uh, Weezer's cover of No Scrubs constituted a hate crime. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. But it might. <laughs> it, I think that's right. I mean, listen, it is a disgrace to Lisa Left Eye Lopez's name. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, I mean, it is, uh, it is bad. It is um, passionless. It is pointless it's boring it's boring yeah and the, i feel like the simplest thing to say about most of the tracks on this album is that they are boring and they're too long like, uh, because they hmm. it's a it's an exact cover most of the songs run at about four minutes a, some are a little bit less some are a little bit more but it like they drag yeah they drag it feels like they're so monotonous and yeah. it's not the song's fault no, because no, the songs are uh, tested and proven. Yes. Uh, and there are, with the exception of Paranoid, I think is the only song on here that I don't already come into it Same. loving. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's, that's the one I didn't know. Yeah, I also, I also didn't know. And it. then I played it half of it and I was like, ah. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get, <laughs> we will get to, to Paranoid in, in, in a bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't, like, I, I question what even the, the value of, this song is if they're not going to do anything with it. I feel like they were looking at the track list and were like, ugh, this is a boring set, of, or this is like a very simple set of like 80 songs. We need something new. But the thing is, that's not even true because like Happy Together yeah. is a, you know, a, it's a 60 song. song, as is, um, what's the last one? Uh, Stand By Me. Stand By Me is an old song. Uh, I mean, it's, they're, they're not, even really consistent if if this whole thing was uh weezer covering like 80s new wave and like 80s rock songs yeah like i feel like it would be so much oh, i was gonna stronger? say stronger it, it would be stronger it would still be bad i think yeah um but at least like it would be more conceptually complete yeah yeah agreed i think there's a lot like i was trying to just now look and see if there was any explanation of like how they chose the songs they yeah. have on here mm -hmm. because it almost feels like they like he like pointed at everyone in the band and was like what's a song you like yeah what's and a that's song? how they put together what's the song like, you want to play what's your karaoke song except i'm gonna sing it right <laughs> and i actually think that that's a big part of it is that for some reason on this album with all of these songs it's rivers that bores me it's yeah. his voice mm -hmm. that i'm just like why I don't, and that's what makes all of these songs good in their own right, I think, like, without, it, like, out of context of this, yeah, is that they sound different, and it's different people singing them, and it's more, like, excitement and texture, and yeah, he's got totally. a voice that's good on other things, like, I've listened to many albums of his voice and been happy with it, but this is, like, I think he didn't diversify the choices on the mm -hmm. album enough, and I think he sounds bored and boring. Yeah, almost as though... This is a cold, calculated effort to put nine songs in support of one hit, one joke song that ended up being a hit. I wonder if they've like sold, sold any of this. What do you mean? If people are like, buying I wonder if the people album? have bought the album because I, I wouldn't. Bet. I no, but I, I bet though. I mean, like, so yeah, you, you and I are like, no, I'm, I'm not interested. No, I don't want no scrubs. 
right? <laughs> that's that's what you I and I. Their scrubs. Right. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want these scrubs. These yeah. ten scrubs on this record. Um, but like Africa was a huge hit for them. Yeah. And so if like people are bonding over, uh, Weezer's cover of Africa, then like they're going to. You know, like buy each other copies of the like. I I bet people buy each other copies of this record. Like, remember that Africa cover? This is that same band doing like a bunch of other covers. Oh no! I bet it sells well. I bet. Well, and if you look at the track list too, it seems like they were trying to find songs that people connect over. Yeah. Like "Take on Me" feels like one of those ones that everyone has heard and everyone knows all the lyrics to. And right, and kind of occupies a similar space to um and, Africa. And I think a number of these songs, and like that is actually looking at it, that's the through line of a lot of this, right? Like no scrubs, that was like my generation's like uh-huh. yeah, we're yeah. like bonding over everyone knows the lyrics to it. Everyone wants to rule the world, like sweet dreams are made. Like it's Yeah, all... they're they're anthemic songs. Yeah, they except for parent because again, I don't know that song. I Paranoid. also feel like Mr. Blue Sky isn't totally uh, anthemic either. But, I guess that's true. But um, then, like, what the, f- <laughs> what the fuck? No, why? Yeah, I mean, the the no, whole the whole sense. thing is what the fuck? Why? No, the it's all it is. There is no way to derive an artistic vision from this record because it is not an artistic product. It is a commercial product. Um, the dog would like you to pet her. Oh well, oh, <laughs> the dog has decided that she wants she wants you to pet her. Um. <laughs> All right, we're kind of all over the all over the yeah, map here. We're across the, across the board. Uh, we're so going to talk about Billie Jean next. We were going to talk about Billie Jean next, but um, okay, let's. <laughs> Should we talk about Billie Jean? Next? Let Let's talk about Billie Jean next. I'm pausing it just for a second because yeah. I do think that one of the things that this album does do mm-hmm. um, is it gives Pat some room yes! to be interesting. Yes. Pat, I feel like, is the only interesting part of this album. Which is bizarre. Yeah. But, like, there are multiple times on here where I was like, get it, Pat. Yeah. Pat will, like, go into, like, an interesting halftime beat. Yeah. Uh, like, in, in the chorus of Happy Together. It's like that's the only risk that Rivers was willing to have the band take. Yeah. Yes. Correct. <laughs> and I think that's just because, like, you know, he, he can't drum on a, uh, on a Weezer record. Yeah. Like, he can drum on his own shit, but, like, he can't drum on a, on a Weezer record. It has to be Pat. So, yep. like, to some extent, that guy's out of his control. Yeah. Um, so short anecdote, because yes. we were talking about Pat. Um, I went to a concert in December that was a benefit concert for the California uh, wildfires. We should um, really just talk we, about this. We should talk <laughs> like, about this. It I'm is germane to our inter- podcast. I'm interrupting <laughs> our current podcast to bring up another podcast subject. Um, first of all, the concert was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it was a benefit. So there were a ton of artists. They all did like two or three song sets. Um, there were people I'd never heard of that I was interested in. There were people that I had heard of that I like was excited to see, um, including, uh, Rivers Cuomo was billed. And I was like, great, this sounds fun. I wasn't initially going to go. I wasn't going to buy tickets cause I was like a little short on cash. But uh, my good friend Alex was like, "It'll be your what ha- up, It'll Alex? be your uh, Hanukkah present." And I was like, "All right, great." <laughs> and so we went, and this the concert was amazing. The surprise guest was fuck Beck. It was just like yeah, so awesome. good. And he did like a jam session um, oh, on so where back. it's at with uh, like Esty Heim was on bass nice. and uh, Father John Misty was on drums and just like this whole it was crazy. It was so good. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> um, amazing. Uh, but. So when it gets to the point in the set when they're bringing out Rivers, they introduce them as Weezer. And I was like, what? And so Rivers comes out and Scott comes out and Brian comes out and Pat's not there. Mm. And Pat was the only one missing. And I was like, well, it literally can't be like you. Rivers and Pat both have to be there for it to be Weezer. Yeah. And I literally got literally the only requirement. Yeah. Literally the only requirement. I was so I <laughs> got. Uh, very hung up on that, and poor Alex had to hear me <laughs> bitch about the fact that they I should not have been so injured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like, they should not have introed them as Weezer because it's clearly not Weezer because Pat's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they did uh, like an all acoustic set uh, where they did Africa, 
well, for, they started with Island in the Sun, which I was like not the most pleased about. But you were vomiting throughout. Yeah, the crowd was happy. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so happy, did, whatever. Yes, that. Um, they did Island in the Sun, then they did Africa, and then they did Say It Ain't So. So I was like, all right, it was cool to hear Africa. It was cool to hear them do like an acoustic set, but yeah. Um, they were what, like what were deeply you... not the highlight of that show for me. Sure. <laughs> what were you hoping for when you saw that uh, Rivers Cuomo was on this bill? Oh, you know what I was hoping for. I, I want was... you to express it. Yes. <laughs> I was hoping that he would come out and play Medicine for Melancholy and then maybe a couple of other like Weezer things. That would have been fine. Yeah. I was really excited. I was like, I want to see what Rivers does on his own. Yeah. And then I didn't get to see what Rivers does on his own, but I also didn't get to see Weezer. So it was like the worst of both worlds. Yeah. What if um, he had come what if he'd come out uh with the just him and a guitar uh-huh. and he's joined on stage by the singer from That Dog and he runs through the songs from the Black Hole. That would have been fucking <laughs> crazy. First of all, he would have lost the entire audience. But <laughs> That's me. right. But you would have been. I would have scree- been thrilled. Oh, Which. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how that would have gone. Um, but that's not how it went. Uh, but but all in all, a, a, a good a good evening. Such a, a good show. A great concert. Such a good show. And they like raised a whole bunch of money for like firefighters and for like uh, people who lost their homes in the wildfires. Uh, which is great because yeah. <laughs> um, that shit's terrifying. Yeah, it is. California is always on fire. Always you know that? on fire. There's some part of California that is always on fire. Yep, both literally and metaphorically. <laughs> and I don't just mean like candles <laughs> or like fireplaces. I mean, yeah, I have a lot of candles. Did you just look around the apartment to see if there was, there was a fire in here right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking at my candle shelf, but it's currently blocked by a box, so you can't see it. Oh, that's I true. I have a whole shelf of candles. They're all going to have to go. <laughs> Um, that's a, that's a big box. Yes. What was in that big box? Um, this, uh, painting that I have in the corner that I haven't hung up because I, uh, what's the point? (laughs) Um, I'm going to hang it up, but I am moving soon and therefore I am going to wait until I get to my new place before I hang it up. Uh, thank you for clarifying because at first when you said, I'm not going to hang it up because what's the point? You sounded suicidal. (laughs) Wow, no. I'm not going to hang it up because no. who fucking cares? Uh, this painting, and I will, I'll pull it out in a minute and show it to you, but it, it's of a dog, and it's like this weird conceptual colorful dog, uh-huh. and uh, it belonged to my stepmom's mom, um, and who passed away about a year and a half ago, and uh, all of her stuff has been like hanging out in my dad and stepmom's house uh-huh. and when i was there a couple months ago my stepmom was like do you like this painting and it made me laugh so i was like yeah i like that she's like okay you can have it yeah something like, that you have a, a reaction to yeah it's yeah. a fun painting like it's not it's not high art but it's a fun painting who gives a shit about high art yeah. we're talking about weezer no yeah <laughs> um, true speaking of should we go back to the recording I mean, of billy jean fine we got three <laughs> seconds into it and then i had to stop with a huge long tangent. Even that bass riff feels like bored. Yeah. Yeah, I'm bored now. Yeah, uh that that's another thing. A lot of the synth patches on this um, have less attack to them than in their original recordings. Yeah. And so everything feels less rhythmic. Who does the synth? I, I mean, I assume that uh, it's Rivers, right? Uh, or like some producer. Let me see if I can figure that out. Oh, they don't have a song page for it on Wikipedia. Um, but it's I I found the I'm just gonna stop it. Thank you. <laughs> um, I find the same thing to be true about um, Take on Me. That like the the synth sound in the original take on me has a really like bright attack. Yeah. Um. So that like you know, like it feels. Yeah, it feels lazier on this one. It feels way lazier, way chiller, I guess. Which I guess like that maybe that's the vibe they were going for for this. Maybe that's the one tweak besides the uh drum stuff. 
that they did on any of this is make it lazier. I mean, if you're, but if you're going for lazy, like don't do a song like Take On Me. Like no. Take On Me is a high energy tune. So high energy. And yet. <laughs> and yet. Um, <sighs> and I would argue that like a lot of these songs in their original form have way more energy like overall than they are portrayed here. Yeah, I think um like I'm, everybody I'm, wants to rule the world isn't a boring lazy song. No. Um neither is Billy Jean. Neither is Billy Jean. Yeah. Uh so let's hold on. I'm I'm going to make Billy Jean go a little bit more. I think they're playing it slower than uh I think you're right. So Okay, that was Weezer. Let's uh compare it to Michael Jackson. Great. Well, maybe it's mm, exactly it's the, the same. same. <laughs> but this is... It sounds so different. The drum is not as bright here as it is in Weezer. Yeah. Weezer's and version. In Weezer. What am I saying? In, in Weezer. Who cares? <laughs> the name of the album is Weezer, so there you go. But I feel like it fits the moodiness of the song way better. Yeah, totally. Also, just the... the uh, quality of the sound of the bass too is way more interesting yeah i mean we like this song everyone has heard this song we like right this right song. i guess we don't we don't need. uh guys the original recording of billy jean is actually good oh no jen what are we doing what even is the point of this i why so here's here's another uh problem that i have um that uh there are at least two songs on this record, two covers of classic songs that people, other people have covered better in the last 30 years for yes. me. Tell um, me. Sweet Dreams Are Made of This, the mm -hmm. uh, Marilyn Manson cover, yeah. um, which he took the original song and he made it his, yep. which is like a creepy, moody, scary kind of piece of music. Yeah. Um, and then Take On Me. Which, uh, uh, you know, to, at the risk of sounding like a broken record, the Real Big Fish did a recording of uh, Take On Me that's on the basketball soundtrack that I love. Oh, um, we know. Thank you. Um, but it is a high energy uh, thing filled with horns and guitar solos. Well, it's ska. It's ska. It's awesome. <laughs> Kirby's trying to dig up the floor or something. She is trying in every possible way to make as much noise as she can right now. Oh, I don't think anyone can hear Kirby on this Great. thing. I I took uh, special care not to mic Kirby, so I did not That'd bring be the a dog fun mic. Podcast, right? Uh, so anyway, it's 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 a bummer to me to encounter these songs where I'm like, oh, it'll be interesting to see what this band how what they have to say with it, and uh, nothing, nothing is what they have to say. Nothing is what they have to say, and that's like that is such a bummer because there are so many like. Like a good cover mm -hmm. is so good. Like, um, who is it that does the Birdies cover of Skinny Love? I Have actually don't know any of the words that you just said. <laughs> oh, who's what's um, Birdie? <laughs> is, she's a a singer. Wait, what? Did, I just clicked on an ad. Why did I do that? Um, and then Skinny Love is uh, by Bon Iver. Oh, okay. Um, and it. Sorry, it's not a good reference. You don't know any of the things. I I, but, I know I know Bon Iver. Yeah, but the but I don't. I wouldn't be able to uh, tell you what. But like she's song that is. she like stripped out a lot of the instruments and it's like much more simple and she uh, obviously has a like high soprano woman's voice versus the uh, original. But it's just like a completely different vibe and a completely different song, even though it's the same song. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I feel like the, the universe is full of those. Yes. You know, like uh, the uh, I Will Always Love You, um, originally a Dolly Parton yeah. song that covers much better. Yeah. Um, Have you heard Dolly talk about that? Uh-uh. She apparently, like, heard uh, Whitney's version on the radio, and she, like, had to pull over her car because she was like, that's how the song was supposed to sound. She, she was like, this is, is there, she took it and it, she made it so much better. Is there anyone in the entertainment industry, in the music industry, in the world as graceful as Dolly Parton? No. She is amazing. That's so fucking cool. Yes. It's amazing. Like, she just, 
She is truly an icon. Yeah. And I feel like she gets so much shit for like the way she dresses and the way she looks and whatever. But like, if you look deeper, she is just like amazing. Yeah. And I think I think culturally we are past that now. Yeah, I think so. I think I think we were all there for like a decade. Yeah, and like the nineties were like, let's make fun of Dolly's boobs time. Yeah. Like nineties yeah. to mid two thousands. Right. Or mid nineties. Yeah. Like ninety five to aught five. Yeah, she was like the go-to big-titted punchline. Yes. <laughs> but then we had Pamela Anderson, so it was fine. Right. Which I still, like, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, she can still be that punchline. Or like Johnny Cash's cover of Hurt. Yes, like I was thinking about that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, there, there, there are a ton of them, and, uh, you know, it's not just like, oh, I like this person's voice. It's they are it's legitimately saying something different. different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> which, of course, we see none of on this record. Absolutely none of. Jen, what would you like to hear next? <laughs> 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 no, come on. We've got to listen to at least three seconds from every one of these songs. Okay. Maybe not the Africa. Song, the song that I like best on this one Lay it on me. is Happy Together. Okay, so Happy Together, they were originally asked to cover Happy Together for the adaptation soundtrack. Yes. Um, But they didn't. Well, they they did. They recorded it. It was all ready to go. And then Spike Jones decided to use the original instead. So let's now speculate wildly on why that might be. Because um, the original is better? The, or- <laughs> <laughs> the original is better. But I think the, uh, the original and the Weezer cover aren't that different. True. And the whole point of adaptation is that you <laughs> cannot just take one work of art and turn it into another work of art. Yes. You have to put yourself into whatever you're adapting. So, oh, so, so I see where you're going with this. They it wasn't different the, enough. Yeah, they failed the assignment of the movie. So badly that they had to just do the original. Which, so, you know, I know Rivers Cuomo likes to think of himself as like an academic, as a smart guy. He fucking missed the, he failed his homework assignment. He did. His he assignment, could not have liked that. Uh, well. <laughs> I bet he was pissed when he found out that they got cut. Probably. I bet he was so pissed. Um, what year was that? 2002? Uh, that yeah. sounds 2002. right. I have Weezerpedia pulled up. Um, wow. Yeah, rough time. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's listen to a little bit of Happy Together. Okay. Imagine me and you. I do. I think about you day and night. It's only right to think about the girl you love and hold her tight, so happy together. If I should call you up, you want to move to the chorus? Uh, yeah, because the chorus actually does have um, like that cool halftime drumming from that. Yeah, this that's the part where I'm like, you can get it, Pat. Yeah, no, that Pat look, Pat can get <laughs> Pat it. Pat can get it. Pat can get it. He proves it on this yeah. record for sure. Which like we knew that before. Oh yeah. But no, he's makes... really the only one that can get it on this record. <laughs> yeah. He's the only one like allowed to do anything different or interesting. Mm-hmm. Um Do you think it's because Rivers isn't the boss of him? <laughs> uh <laughs> what the <laughs> Yes. Yes, I do. I do think that Rivers is not the boss of Pat Wilson. No, but I do think he is the boss of Scott and Brian. Yeah, I, yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. they had to come to that show that I went to and he didn't. That's so weird, right? It was so weird. Do you think they didn't invite him or that? I think he just couldn't make it. He was like, I got a thing. Yeah. I think that's what happened because it was supposed to just be Rivers. And then Rivers was like, I don't want to do it alone. So guys, like, guys, don't make me do it alone. And so then he went and did it. And it was just so funny because he was just like, they were just so much. And I am such a Weezer fan, but they are they were not the highlight of that show by so much. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I guess I'll watch them. I mean, I think being disappointed in a Weezer appearance does make you a big Weezer fan. Right? Yes, <laughs> I mean, yes. That's... And I guess this is the first time I've seen them live. That I've been like deeply disappointed. Sure. In them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we go back to the beginning of the album and uh, kind of touch on some of these like 80s jams? Sure. 
Um, so we don't need to do Africa again. We did a whole a whole episode wherein it was a fraction of it. Um, but let's let's listen to a little bit of Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Uh, this one is also pretty straightforward, pretty yeah. much like exactly the original recording. And I like this song, so I liked this song when I listened to this the first time. Yeah, and I think this is probably the least objectionable one to me. Yeah. Just in general. Like, I I, I think River's voice sounds like good slash fine on this. Yeah. Let's let it ride a little bit. His voice even kind of sounds right for it. Yeah, it does. It feels like the right level of 80s for this. Totally, yeah. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe he's just in the wrong decade. Was you, do you believe that he belongs in the 80s? Yeah. I think I do. I think that his career should have gone backwards. And what he's, Whoa, so they and start what in doing, 1993. Three. Yes, and they produce the music that they produce in the 90s, still uh-huh. in the 90s. Okay. But then everything after that, they produce into the 80s. Can you imagine make-believe in the 80s? People would have fucking loved it. Oh, yeah. No, it would have been super rad. Yeah. Because well, then it would have been like co- a contemporary of like Paul McCartney doing yes. that same kind of stuff. Yeah. I think this is my new theory of how the world should have worked. Uh, okay, so instead of going backwards... It's from uh, the 90s happened the way the 90s happened, yes. including the Green Album. We're just going to have to accept that. No, I think the Green Album could have done okay in the 80s, too. Hashpipe in the 80s, they would have loved that. Well, okay, let's, uh, let's just knock the whole thing back 20 years, and, except for the first two records. Yeah, the still, first two records have to be in the 90s. Still come out in the 90s, but then the Green Album comes out in 79. Ooh, yeah. And then uh, the rest of them come out in the 80s. In the order that they come out. Like, Wh- I even think Pacific Daydream would have been better. Well, no, it's just a dumpster fire. <laughs> well, hold on. If we're... if we're... Like, it feels like summer would have been... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, who... It doesn't completely hold up. But right. listen, Make Believe would have crushed it in the 80s. Oh, totally. And it... <laughs> We've oh, gotten man. a much higher score from Pitchfork. <laughs> Better than like the point four or whatever yes. they got point six something point like four point four, whoo harsh. What do you think? Uh, Pitchfork's not still around, right? Are I they still know. around? What did Pitchfork give the Teal album? I'm googling it now. I'm putting my mic down. Googling it now. Uh, while you're doing that, um, maybe we should listen to a little bit of "Sweet Dreams Are Made of the of of This." Let's do it. This is a, an, a another, like, how dare you, Rivers? Like, you're no fucking Annie Lennox. No, and it makes this song seem, like, boring and stupid, and, like, I just hate it. This one really bothers me, because I love the original of this song. I love the original, and while I don't really care for the Marilyn Manson one, um, I d- just don't want to listen to it, um, but, like, his take on everyone wants to use you, like, means something, you know? (laughs) And this one just doesn't mean anything. Yep. Um, Okay, so I can't find a rating for the Teal album, but there is a Pitchfork article called Will Weezer Ever Stop Being Disappointing? (laughs) And it was released the day after this album was released. (laughs) Thank you, Pitchfork, for being our guiding light. Although, I mean, we, you I mean know. we like make-believe, so... Oh, yeah. We like make-believe a lot more than they do. But yeah. I, we might be... Uh, will the minority they... there, probably. Well, maybe, majority? maybe. I don't know. Um, but will they ever stop being disappointing? Maybe, no. Maybe never again. Here's yeah. the thing. Again, you and I like Everything Will Be All Right in the End and The White Album. Yeah. We sort of love The White Album. Yeah. Um, <sighs> it's just... It's just... I... 
you I mean you know my stance I in do that know I have your no faith that they will ever produce something that I really want to listen to again. Right, that they will ever stop being disappointing. No. And I it it makes me sad, but also like I feel like it's run its course. Like Rivers is just like, all right, I can I have made enough money off of things and like this is just life now. I want to try something new and something new for him is not something that I am interested in. Well, and also if it just means that they have to be shitty for 10 years and then like come back with something that like surprises us and is good. Sure, I'll I, take it. I mean, I was I would ex- like to have my expectations busted. Right. I I wasn't expecting to like anything after um uh Hurley and Ratitude. Well, and that's one of my favorite things to tell people about this podcast is yeah. that you and I decided to start doing it before everything will be all right in the end came out. Right. Before we had reason to believe that we would ever like this band. Yeah. Again. Like I think Back to the Shack was out. And I think that was what like started like kind of kick started us talking about Weezer. But we had I can no, neither confirm or deny that I, time. Yeah, it, it was a long time ago. <laughs> it was um, it was so it was a whole friendship ago. It was like four apartments collectively ago. <laughs> like we yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um but yeah, we had no we had no idea that they were gonna be good again. Right. So and that they would be good and bad again. Yes. Like we've gone we've through, gone a, through whole, a, life a whole cycle Weezer of Weezer. Cycle. <laughs> My lord. A shortened one from the first time. But yeah, for sure. So, um, all right. Do you next... want to talk about the album cover? Oh, okay, sure. Just like in the middle of talking about the Sorry. song. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, we established that there's no structure here. Um. Yeah, that's right. No, I like the album cover. I think it's. I think it's funny. I think it is too. Um. My favorite part of it is Pat's shiny jacket. Uh, Pat is wearing a cool shiny jacket and like a white and white pants. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, um, I also like that Rivers's uh shirt matches the background yeah. of the of the of the record. It's like a like a very pleasant picture to look at. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you... as long as you don't look too hard at their faces. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, if you just got like the tiny like album preview art on like yeah. Spotify or iTunes or something, that's that's perfect. I can't quite figure out why, like specifically, Brian and Pat are both like mean mugging. And Rivers has, like, a little smile on his face. Well, I mean, he's also doing that, like, what's up with his, is he holding sunglasses, or what's what's he putting in his pocket there? I think they're sunglasses, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, that feels no. like a, like a classic a 80s dude. I think it's sunglasses. The point is that, you know, you described this as, as Yacht Rock yeah. earlier, um, and I think that that is what they're presenting us. Yes. Um, but that the inside of this doesn't totally meet that expectation. Why is No Scrubs on a Yacht Rock album? Why? Why is Billy Jean on a Yacht Rock Why album? Why Stand By Me? Oi. Oi. <laughs> um, do you have a song that you want to listen to next? Uh, well, I was just uh, going through the order here to uh, take on me. Oh, that's right. Listen to that weak attack. It's just like limp. Yes, it is limp. So uh, there was a little bit ago when... um, there was like a a live or acoustic recording of Aha doing Take on Me. Yes, that's like really chill and um, like not as much fun. But the uh, the singer's voice is great. Like yeah. he he owns it and it sounds like a, a pretty ballad. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes uh, Rivers is trying to tap into that while still doing the like full band version of it. Yeah. Like, going into the last chorus, uh, like, everything drops out. Let me see if I can find it. Right here. Oh, things that you say, is it life or just to blame my worries away? You're all the things I've got to remember. You're shying away 
But even in that, he's like so slavishly devoted to like the time of it that yeah. like if they had really gone like crazy with it and let like river singing dictate the time, yeah, um, it could actually be kind of cool. I wonder if I can uh, find uh, that recording I'm talking about of of Aha doing it. Yeah, I think you're right. It feels like. Um... It, that feels like another one of those like liberties he tried to take, but like wasn't willing to go far enough with it. Yeah, totally. Is it them on MTV Unplugged? Does that make sense? Talking away. Well, I don't know what. To say, I'll say it anyway. Today is another day to find you shying away. I'll be coming for your love, okay? And take on me. Like that's a that's a thing, right? Like that's yeah. I don't, I, I'm never going to, like, put it on to, like, jam or whatever. Yeah, but it's, like, not terrible to listen to. It's fine. Yeah. Well, and again, I I know I am sounding uh, repetitive at this point, but, like, it sounds like he's trying to say something different with it. Yeah. Uh, which is just not something that we're... Well, and maybe that's the problem overall with Rivers right now, is that he just doesn't have anything to say. Which is why he's writing off of a spreadsheet and doing an album of covers. Yeah. He don't know what's left to say. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Um, happy Together, we talked about. It's a failed assignment from Adaptation. Yep. <laughs> Would you like to listen to Paranoid? Not really. Okay. Well, but I think, I think in. <laughs> but I guess we have to. <laughs> yes. Um, originally a Black Sabbath song, uh, which I did not know. Is Rivers singing this one? I think so. His voice sounds so weird on it. Maybe you're right. Like, maybe that's, like, that Brian or maybe, Pat? Yeah. I don't think it's Pat. I think it's whoever was, like... On the back half of the Red Album singing. It's one, one of those it's two guys. It's one of those guys. <laughs> they didn't bring in a third party for this. <laughs> that, would, that would be weird. If they were like, uh, we'll just get a different singer for this one. We're going to do a cover, and it's not going to be us singing it. So really, we have nothing to do with this song. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. What if it's just the Black Sabbath recording? Let's, that would be funny. Let's, would we even know? Let's compare. I haven't listened to it. That is some stanky guitar. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is much better. Yeah, it's got way more personality. Yeah. Weezer. Okay. <laughs> all right. Oh. All right. All right. All right. Um, we've got just a few more to get through here. Uh, Mr. Blue Sky. Morning. Today's forecast. Okay. <laughs> That's the shortest we've gotten through any of this That's so far. Two seconds. <laughs> um, this is uh, originally an ELO song, um, and uh, you know, obviously has all sorts of uh different like instrumentations and like sections mm -hmm. and. You know, is a is an ambitious song full of lots of different textures and cool stuff. Um, and uh, Weezer just does all of it. Yeah, cause sure. Cause that's what this record is: is yep. just do do all the weird sounds, do all the uh like piano patches. Like I, it almost feels like this whole album is just him like trying to see if he can do it. And you know what? He can't. He didn't stop to think about whether he should. Yeah. Shining in the sky, the rain 
this is a personal problem that I think I'm having just because of the cultural zeitgeist right now. Have you watched Russian Doll on Netflix yet? Uh, I am most of the way through the seventh episode right now. Oh, yikes. That's a rough one. Um, <laughs> but the uh, Harry Nilsson song that plays when she like regenerates yes. back in the bathroom. Amazing. That's what those like chords at the dun, beginning dun, are. The dun, bouncy dun, chords, So yeah. that's what I want this song to be, and then it's yeah. not. <laughs> um, Which isn't, that's, that's not the They use that song <laughs> so well in Russian Doll. It is so good. Yeah, the show is great. The show is great. The Natasha sh- Leo, like, yeah. my lord, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So good I'm, and so funny. God. Yeah. But the, uh, I just wanted the, the like, verse lyrics to be the, like, Gotta get up. Gotta get up. Gotta get up. Uh, let's and let this not. go just a little bit longer. Yeah, I hadn't heard this song before. Um, oh, yeah. Before this, like I'm not a big, I don't know much about ELO. Um, um, I mean, I don't either. I think I know the song because it was on the Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind soundtrack. Oh, fair. Okay. Um, and uh, I, That's I love the rest of that soundtrack. That's why it sounds familiar. Yeah. <sighs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, did I've you seen that movie multiple times? <laughs> did you just realize that you had that part of your memory erased? <gasps> No. I'll tell you what part of my memory I would like to have erased. It's this any memory album? of this album uh, <laughs> after we finish recording this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not. I would rather you be able to talk about the one song we have left on here. I mean, I guess it would be uh, a fun experiment if we erased my memory of this album and then Had you re-listened to it? Yeah. Ooh. That it was all fresh? Yeah. How much of your memory would we have to erase to do that? I mean, it, it came out on the 24th of January. Right. And I think I've listened to it on three separate occasions since then. Okay. Did anything important happen on the days when you listened to those? Mm, let's see. One of those days, Sarah and I were driving over to the West Side to hang out with some friends. Okay. So you wouldn't have had that experience. So I wouldn't have had that experience, but we were kind of fighting <laughs> that day. Oh, so okay. it was fine. So maybe, we can, we so, can all right, that so we out. can get rid of that day. Uh, so, yeah. Fuck, let's do it. <laughs> Great. Now we just need to invent the technology. Ugh, well, or it not... could hit you real hard over the head. Let's try that. <laughs> uh, but that would probably risk other parts of your memory that you don't want to lose. Right. Well, and it would get blood on your carpet and, um, you know, you want to get your deposit back. At least yeah. some of it. Yeah. Although this carpet is going to have to be replaced. That's almost <laughs> certainly true. There's been a dog in here for a long time. I live here. Yeah. I've lived here for you four live years. Here? <laughs> I meant to say, I've lived here for four years. And uh, my mom's dog ate part of the carpet when she was here. So yeah, you've got a nice rug hiding it now. <laughs> it is not a nice rug, nope. and it's barely hiding it. That's true. <laughs> uh, all right. We've, uh, th- next up is uh, No Scrubs and Billie Jean, but Ugh. I feel like we've, we've talked about those. Both of those can probably be classified as hate crimes. Yeah. I'm comfortable saying <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, and then we end with Stand By Me. How do you feel about the song Stand By Me? I don't have that many feelings about it. Uh, I think you and Rivers share that. <laughs> What's the point of this one? I mean, what's the point of any of them? I think the point is that these are songs that Rivers wanted to sing. But, like, why Why has it got this, like, weird... I, I understand this is all, like, in the name of trying to sound like the original recording. Yeah. But, like, if they had just picked up the tempo a little bit, distorted that fucking guitar... It would have been fun. It would have been fun. And, like, you would think it would even be more natural for Weezer to cover these songs sounding like Weezer. Am I wrong? <laughs> do they know how to sound like Weezer? I don't think they do. I think the last time they sounded like Weezer was when they put out 
the White Album, and that's because they had a very insistent producer, and they weren't all in the same room together. Right, and the producer kept saying, sound like Weezer. Yes. Sound like Weezer. Like, he literally needs someone screaming at him, sound like Weezer, to sound like Weezer. So, we're back at this point where I have no faith that they're ever going to do anything good again. <laughs> right, right. That's that's where that's where <laughs> we are. I think that that's where we where we conclude things. Yeah. That that's where we wrap on our discussion of the Teal album. Jen, do you have any uh, further thoughts about uh, anything on this on this record? You know, Patrick, I have put so little thought into this record great, in general. Great, great. That I really don't. I just really don't. I, 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 do you have like a collection of um covers from like a, a I I do this is a, I'm doing the the Jen Klein rock okay. right now so um, I should listen closely and repeat right. the question back to you well you can also if you have an answer answer it okay um but do you have like a a collection of uh, songs uh that an artist that you like is covering that you do enjoy like is is there a version of the White Album for someone else that you uh, are into um i don't think there's an album of it but there are certainly individual songs of it sure and like we we touched on that uh, a a little bit um do you have like other other examples um beyond so, the ones that we were saying this one is very very niche <laughs> um but i have a friend who has a band and uh they're called babers and they um do this cover b-a-b-e-r-s of, yes okay b-a-b-e-r-s um they just changed their name recently um, but they have they play a cover live of uh, uh, "We Don't Do the Same Drugs No More." I don't know if that's the title of the song. Actually, I think it's a uh, a Chance the Rapper song. Okay. I really apologize if I am like butchering anything. <laughs> anyway, but they do. It's just like fabulous. Like they do such. Yeah, it is Chance the Rapper. It's called Same Drugs, and um. They are like, it's like my friend Dana and Lisa, or my friends Dana and Lisa, who both have these like very like pretty angelic voices. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just like do this like really, really like beautiful rendition of this like song that's basically a hip hop song. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very good. If I can find a, I know there's a video of them that exists doing it. I will find it and play it for you later. Cool. But. Um, I really like. Uh, I'm a big Smashing Pumpkins fan. Uh, yes. Have have been for a long time. The um, single uh, for "Bullet with Butterfly Wings." Mm-hmm. Um, th- all of the B sides, and there are seven B sides, um, are all uh, or there are six B sides, and they're all covers. Oh, um, fun! So, like, uh, just uh, for example, we'll do. Um, or wait, hold on, wait. Hold. Oh, and Dixie Chicks landslide. And the Smashing Pumpkins landslide. Is that the one that came out more recently? No. There's another like guy covering landslide that's on the radio right now. Hmm. Um, I don't know that. Uh, uh well, you know, I, I was gonna play some of these uh Smashing Pumpkins, but um let's not. They're good. Okay. Uh and uh would I would recommend that people check them out, just the the B sides too. Yeah. Um the uh, bullet with butterfly wings. Yeah, I guess just suffice it to say that like we're not bashing covers as a whole. We're just bashing these covers specifically and Rivers' interpretation of songs, which is not an interpretation of songs. Right. He has failed the assignment as yeah. set to him by Spike <laughs> Jones. Uh, you know, twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, and this is this is just that this yep. album is a uh, is uh failure after failure. Yep. Um. All right, Jen. Let's get out of here. Okay. Thank you, listener. <laughs> uh, we look if people like this record, let us know. Or if you and also why. hate it, yeah. Um, I would you, like a paper on my desk by Monday. That, that's right. <laughs> thousand words on why you like this album. <laughs> a thousand words. It's not that long. It's no, like it's four not. pages. Um, you can knock that out in about an hour. Mm-mm-mm-mm. What? Not an hour. Yeah, a thousand words. Papers take me a long time to write. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be a good paper. It is. Tell me true. what you That's like true. about the record. That's true. Fair. <laughs> We've said at least a thousand words. Saying words is easier than writing them. Mm, true. <laughs> That's easier said than done. Yep. <laughs> uh, but you can you can find us like on uh, 
Twitter and Instagram, right? Yeah, you can. I'm, I, I'm uh, go. You go. Okay, I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> um, on Twitter, I'm at JenRock90, and on Instagram, I'm at JustKleinRocking. Uh, and I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers E H L E R S. Uh, and of course, if you ever tweet anything with a hashtag co- uh, Cookie Shark, we will find it someday. Someday. Even though that's a joke you and I haven't made in like four years. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I, remember how the like or origin story of the cookie shark do you Uh, remember that uh, you had cookies i had cookies and you put them out and said let's eat these cookies while we record yeah because this is back in the day when we were recording like three episodes Mm -hmm. in in a day yep Uh, we would drink like giant things of gatorade yeah what the hell was wrong with us (laughs) a lot of sugar (laughs) (laughs) that's what was wrong yeah that's Um, true um yeah and uh like i ate a cookie and but like, you didn't eat all of it. I didn't you left eat all a of little it. bit of it. Yeah, and like I stood it upright, so it was like the fin of a shark on top of another cookie. Right. Therefore, cookie shark. Cookie shark. Um, In case anyone needed an update. Yeah, I need a refresher and didn't yeah. want to go back to our episode about like green or oh whatever. God, it was so long. I think that might have even been blue. Oh my god. Ooh. Don't listen to that. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of My, My name, name is, is Weezer. I guess I'm going out on a Smashing Pumpkin song. <laughs> Campfire.